Welcome to the podcast of St. Basil the Great Catholic Church in Brecksville, Ohio, with homilies, talks, and interviews relevant to your Catholic faith. God bless you and enjoy. There is no doubt that with this current pandemic, we have encountered something that will change our world forever. There have been other moments like this in our country's history. Our Revolutionary War had its beginning forged in uncertainty, where the faith and will of the people was tested for years. Not only was the outcome uncertain, but as the years went on, what they needed to fight with was in short supply, and the enemy was relentless, but their faith in God never wavered. There were other times in our nation's history where despair could have overwhelmed the people. Moments like the Civil War, the Great Depression, the Second World War, the Civil Rights Period of the 60s, assassinations of JFK and Martin Luther King. And we not only survived those times as a nation, we grew stronger, more resilient, and more unified. This current virus has created a lot of uncertainty and anxiety within our families, our community, and our nation. Many people are anxious. We wonder when and how it will end. Will life return to normal as it was before? We ever heard of COVID-19. Throughout the nation and our own community, people are anxious about the impact of the virus on their jobs, the bills they need to pay. Will the company they work for or even their own businesses survive? Will the stock market recover? What if my retirement savings never recover? That is only the short list for every day we worry about people becoming ill and people dying. And our anxieties increase because we do not have any answers. On top of that, the one place we know we can go to have our faith strengthened, our church, our parish, is not available to us. As a nation, we have faced diseases which were more devastating and then equally as devastating as this one, but we conquered them. Measles plagued the world for hundreds of years, and it was an American doctor who isolated the virus in 1954 and removed it from our midst. Polio, another virus transmitted by human contact, was eradicated because of the work of an American researcher. Smallpox was eradicated by a worldwide effort of researchers, And we know that there's an intense effort worldwide right now to find a vaccine to not only prevent this threat of COVID-19, but to eradicate the effects it has on people. It has not yet been stopped, and its effect on people and the economy remains. And because of all that, and because we are human, We can easily become anxious and worry about things that we have no control over. This does not mean that we are weak in faith. For even Jesus in the garden, the night before he died, had his moment of anxiety where he cried out to God about what was to come and to let it pass him. How did Jesus overcome his own fears and anxiety? He surrendered his anxiety to God. And he relied on God's promise, a promise made to all of us through the prophet Isaiah to give us strength for what lies ahead. You'll find that promise in Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31. So the real issue for us 
is now how do we trade our panic for peace? How do we get rid of our anxiety and replace it with calm in the face of daily uncertainty? As in all things, God has provided us with the answers to those questions in the scriptures. If you read the scriptures, you will discover even the great figures, the great men and women we consider holy, endured hardships that would have broken most humans, and yet their faith in God never faltered. I want to offer you one passage of scripture written by Paul the Apostle, an individual who endured many trials and many hardships and whose writings offer us a three-step plan to overcome anxiety and fears about what we are facing today. He wrote this letter to the Philippians while he was imprisoned in Rome, bound in chains, uncertain about the future, and yet he was at peace. Paul writes in Philippians 4, verses 4 to 8, and it's a passage that we should read every day. And after reading it, ask God to help us and help the words grow stronger in our hearts. Paul writes this, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Let your forbearance be known to all. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition and thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will keep your hearts and your minds in Jesus Christ. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. It would be hard for us to find a more applicable passage to help us in this current situation than those words from Paul. We are a nation filled with fear and anxiety and uncertainty and is being fueled by daily reports of Italian hospitals in crisis, shortages of necessary medical and pharmaceuticals, finger-pointing and conflicting information. Paul is telling us to focus first on why we should rejoice, and that is to rejoice in God's forgiveness and his love and his promises. God, Emmanuel, is with us now and always, and we hold fast to that truth. Even when it seems that God is silent, he is always with us. Remembering God's promise is where we must begin to have a reason to rejoice. The scriptures show us it is expected of us to remind God about the things that he has promised us. We need to do that, to remind God for our own faith, to stand firm in those promises of God. It is something my kids always constantly did with me. And God, our Father, smiles as we remind him, just as I smile when my kids reminded me I must fulfill my promise to them. You do not have to know the scriptures to recall many of the promises of God, especially those that pertain to reducing our fears and anxieties. God told us to seek first his kingdom 
And everything we need will be supplied if we do that. God told us to pick up our cross and follow him. And he told us the burden would be light. God told us he would never forsake us nor abandon us. He told us to pray for our daily bread. Pray for those things we need to survive today and leave the rest up to him. This means we must trust God will be with us, offering us strength, peace, and fill us with a certainty we will not perish, nor will our faith in God go unanswered. The second step Paul gave us was to pray. We know it is not possible to lead a life free of anxiety. So when Paul is telling us not to be anxious about anything, he's telling us not to live in a state of perpetual anxiety. Paul had his moments of anxiety. Jesus had his moments of anxiety. All the prophets had their moments of anxiety. And they learned to depend on God during those times. And that is the lesson Paul is passing on to us. And at the same time Paul is writing this, his future didn't look bright. It didn't look very good. And yet his words reflect a calm that can only come from faith in God. So Paul is telling us, to pray, to focus on the blessings we have been given in the past, for they give us hope in the future. We know God is with us. Our prayers need to be centered on the final part, which is where we find that we must be in this time of uncertainty. We must focus on whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, And if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Each one of us have those things in our memory banks. And that is the medicine that will change doubt into trust, fear into boldness, and anxiety into peace. Think about the blessings of God and those final words in that passage from Paul. Remember, God told us that he desires to lavish upon us all that is good. And he said to us, I have told you these things so you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. My brothers and sisters, we are part of a community of faith, a community of St. Basil the Great, which has inspired others to join us because of our witness and our visible faith in God. The events that are happening around us today are just another opportunity to show our faith in God and to help those who are anxious and afraid. And that begins by us seeking the mind of God and allowing him to fill us with a certain knowledge of who we are and how we are to give witness to the presence of God in the midst of trials that cause others to falter. We hope you enjoyed this audio from our parish. You can find other homilies, talks, and interviews at our website, basilthegreat.org, or by subscribing to this podcast in your favorite app. Just search for St. Basil Catholic Church, Brexville. St. Basil the Great, pray for us.